You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, big shout-out however you are listening, however you are watching. And there are now more opportunities and methods than ever. If you are listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, because here at FNTSY, we are the only... 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week free source of information, insight, analysis, and entertainment to help you win your leagues and win that cash. Also want to give a big shout-out to everybody watching live on the YouTube stream, on Periscope, on Titch, on Twitter. So many places right now to come inside Studio 34 and be part of the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. We got a great show for you on a Wednesday. I got my guys in the fantasy pit of misery, Chris Bavona, the manimal. We're still working on the Manimal Cam. We're going to have to get that for you. He's on the ones and twos helping me keep it so hot that we sweat steam and blow up like a Samsung 7. I also got my man Danny Otto down there. He is monitoring the chat room for the hashtag stats over beats cipher and he's going to make sure that uh you know we capture what you guys are saying because here on the fantasy freestyle we will talk about anything and everything some of the things we're going to get into today the major league baseball hall of fame has announced their latest class i want to tip my cap right now to vladimir guerrero trevor hoffman chipper jones don't call me larry and jim tomei who's get jim tomei and Chipper Jones get in on their first year of eligibility. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about some of the guys that did not make it as well. That, in fact, is our poll question tonight on Twitter. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds. My question is, will Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens ever get voted into the Hall of Fame? Do you think they both will? Will neither? Will one or the other? You could always check it out. Follow me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. Like I said, you have the chat room on the YouTube feed. You all also can always holler at me at 844-843-6879. Also, uh, the NFL was talking smack to your boy, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. I don't know if you saw this, but the NFL and the NFLPA came back with a kind of uh, joint report on the idea of the Cam Newton injury that he suffered against the New Orleans Saints. You know, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, that I have been talking about that. The NFL responded back, so we're going to get into that a little bit as well. And then, as you know, we put the fun in functional sports radio, and we are going to do that. I've been talking about the USF, UCF Golden Knights and their championship. Well, they did some more, and maybe we'll get into some more rapping athletes. We've been ranking them. I got another contender for you tonight. All that and more right here here on the Fantasy Freestyle as we drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, the spitting statistician, the stable genius, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. BSO Live. To be fair, there wasn't a bunch of arrests after the game. They were pretty well behaved when they were climbing up on Crisco poles and stuff. Before the game, though, not so much. They punch the police horses, throwing full cans of beer at Vikings fans. Like, come on now. Don't throw full beers at humans. Don't punch police horses. One guy was all bloody and stuff. Okay, you missed the game. And the way the charges look, you might go miss the Super Bowl. Weekdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Muscle Maker Grill was made for football season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that'll give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. I've heard a lot of rumors about Kemba Walker potentially being on the trading block. If Walker were to move on, who would be the main beneficiary from a DFS standpoint in Charlotte? I think Batum would actually be, or Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Heck, Kemba Walker takes a lot of shots, and all of a sudden now those would be available for them out there. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com box today. The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network where we drop stats over beats. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We got a good show for you. As I said, we're going to talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame announcements. If you miss us at the top of the show, and some of you guys on the YouTube stream, you may miss the first couple of minutes of the show, but that's all right. We still welcome you into the Stats Over Beat Cypher as soon as you can, but we did tip our cap to the newly minted Hall of Famers, Vladimir Guerrero, Trevor Hoffman, and then two guys who made it on their first year in the ballot, Chipper Jones and Jim Tomei made it to the Hall of Fame. So here at the Fantasy Freestyle, we certainly congratulate them. But let's get it started here with our news and notes from around the NFL. 
And we start with Le'Veon Bell. I uh, mentioned to you guys uh, throughout the week that, you know, Peter King said, look out for the Raiders potentially as an option. I was pontificating before about places like Detroit that you needed kind of a stable quarterback situation because does Le'Veon Bell really want to be there long-term in Pittsburgh when it's likely that Big Ben Roethlisberger has got maybe one more year left? But he did say today that he and the Steelers are, quote-unquote, a lot closer on contract negotiations than they were last year. Listen, I think this is going to set up for the Pittsburgh Steelers to make one last Last run at it next year. I think Ben is going to have his last year. That's part of the reason why that quarterback coach was elevated to offensive coordinator to keep stability in play. I think it comes down to injuries. You know, I mean, they lost Ryan Shazier, as you saw, and that had an impact moving forward. They lost Antonio Brown in that big game. Remember, imagine this. Imagine what would be right now. I'm not saying it would be different necessarily. But imagine if division weekend, because that game, the Pittsburgh-New uh, England game that happened where Antonio Brown went out and Big Ben, you know, threw the interception at the very end and there was all that. That was in essence for home field advantage. Imagine if in divisional weekend it was the Jags traveling to New England in division weekend and it was the Tennessee Titans going to Pittsburgh. I wonder what the AFC Championship game would have looked like. I wonder if the Super Bowl would have looked a little bit different. I also want to tell you, remember, don't forget about AR-15, Allen Robinson. Remember, he tore his ACL first game of the season, but he thinks he'll be healthy. Is that an improvement for the Jacksonville Jaguars, or will AR-15, who is a free agent, will he test the market? Well, there is word today that the Jacksonville Jaguars, because they got a ton of money in cap space, they might franchise tag Allen Robinson. He's got, they've got the money to do it. Allen Robinson is definitely one of the top wide receivers in free agency, so if they bring him back, could that be another weapon to help loosen up the box for guys like Leonard Fournette, a trusted guy for Blake Bortles to throw to? That is absolutely possible. Keep an eye on that. Still, in the wide receiver market, there are reports out of Baltimore that they may be a suitor for Jarvis Landry. We're hearing that Jarvis Landry will likely not come back to the Miami Dolphins. And we're hearing that the Ravens were interested in Jarvis Landry last year. But instead, they went ahead and made the move for Jeremy Macklin. Could Macklin be on the move? Might they be looking for Jarvis Landry? Landry, I do not think, will wind up back in Miami. Miami doesn't look like the Dolphins have really appreciated him. So he is likely a wide receiver on the move as well. Going into uh, coordinator news. The Giants have hired James Bechter as their new defensive coordinator. So long to Steve Spagnuolo. Bechter was a former Cardinals defensive coordinator. Here's what I think is interesting about that one. He and the Cardinals, they run a 3-4 system. Okay, three down linemen, four linebackers. The Giants for years have run a 4-3 system. So what happens to their edge rushers on the D-line? JPP, Olivier Vernon, how do they move into what likely will be a 3-4 scheme? I think that is something interesting to watch when if you're a Giants fan in uh, OTAs and in the offseason how if they migrate over to that scheme in other offense in other coordinator news Daryl Bevel is set to interview for the now vacant Minnesota offensive coordinator role remember that would be replacing I believe Pat Shermer Pat Shermer moving on to be the new head coach of the New York football Giants where he has just hired James Bechter as his defensive coordinator Bevel was actually there 
in Minnesota from 2006 to 2010. And if you remember there, that was kind of like the height of Adrian Peterson. That was when they had uh, they went to the NFC Championship game one year. I believe it was 2009 they did that. So a reunion of sorts, if that does in fact happen right now, Darrell Bevel is just set to interview back there in Minnesota. And also news, Josh McCown says he wants to come back next season. This is a guy who's going to be 39 years old. But let me tell you something. You put Josh McCown in this uh, quarterback merry-go-round, and he's not the worst option for a team. I'd rather have him over, say, Sam Bradford. Okay, Josh McCown was like QB at late, like in November and December before he got hurt. He's also saying he's open to a return with the New York Jets. The Jets have said they are open to having him back. I could see him being back on a one-year deal as also as they maybe nurture and develop a rookie quarterback, potentially one day draft number six overall. I would love that to be maybe a guy like Lamar Jackson, maybe a guy like Baker Mayfield. We will see as we move on to the draft. And the last thing I'll say, this is not a note from around the NFL. But this is an update to a story that I talked about. Remember I talked about the um, hashtag Time's Up, hashtag Me Too, the Ali Raceman testimony. I announced, uh, I think it was yesterday's show, that three board members from USA Gymnastics stepped down. That was yesterday. Today, the doctor himself, Larry Nasser, was sentenced to between 40 and 175 years in prison for his, uh, what is now proven to be continued abuse of some of the Team USA gym- gymnasts. Um, the judge, when they were you know, issuing the sentence, said they just signed his death warrant. It does look like Larry Nassar will be in prison for a long, long time. Okay, I mentioned Cam Newton, though. Check this out. The NFL and the NFLPA, they had a joint um, investigation about the Cam Newton injury that took place in that wild card game against the Saints. And they have come out and say that there is no violation to the concussion protocol. And here's what they say. They say that Cam Newton did not display, quote unquote, gross motor instability. That is the term that is being used. And but they were a little passive aggressive today. The NFL says, quote unquote, the medical facts are clear and straightforward. Mr. Newton had an injury to his eye and it is very clear in the video and he complained of that at impact. He testified to that and so did the medical staff. He said he started jogging, displayed no gross motor issues, was instructed by the coaches on the sideline to take a knee, saying that he didn't like fall down. He was instructed to take a knee. And they also say that when he was elected to take a knee, he did so in an awkward fashion because he could not bend his right knee normally. Ironically enough, today, the Panthers come out and say that Cam did in fact sustain ligament and cartilage damage to his knee in the playoffs. And he had this eye injury. And then the NFL goes on to say that this points out something that armchair doctors cannot make concussion diagnoses on video alone. They say there are two things that allow concussion diagnosis based on video, a seizure or the so-called fencing posture. They go on to say if you don't have that, you cannot say with any certainty that he had a concussion. And it shows how irresponsible people can be in offering an opinion without the facts. They're coming after your boy Spees, the spitting statistician, along with many other people in the industry that were saying that this was a joke. Richard Sherman said it was a joke. Countless other players have said it is a joke, but they're kind of defending themselves and also saying it is irresponsible of other people to do it. I'm going to tell you something right now. 
also in this article, they then talk about that the NFL and the NFLPA in their joint review that they noticed um, a lot of changes to the protocol that have to happen. We're going to get into what some of those changes are on tomorrow's episode of Fantasy Freestyle, but I got to tell you this. How are you going to say out one side of your mouth that everything was followed, everything was clear and obvious on video, and it's irresponsible of us to actually care about player safety, yet in the same breath say that things like the Tom Savage injury in week 14 inspired a review of the policies and that there are a number of changes that need to be made in the policy to me it only adds to my argument that the protocol is a joke that this is only for the guys of public safety to placate the public and make them think they care about player safety it's not that they actually care about this hashtag all brains matter i still think that in an artificial way rob gronkowski will absolutely be cleared for the super bowl You've heard me about this a number of times, but I do think it's very interesting that the NFL was a little passive-aggressive, saying that it's irresponsible for anybody to comment to say that these were clearly evident on video, that he had an eye injury. They're trying to show like the slow motion of when he got hit and that his helmet was twisted, so they're saying the visor actually did get into his eye. I think it's crazy, and I think that the fact that the NFL and the NFLPA are so defensive about it, so passive-aggressive about it, only adds to my theory that they know that they're just, you know, shining it up and calling it Shinola, shall we say. When we come back, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to talk about the latest inductees to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. I'm surprised by some. I'm excited about others. Come on back. We'll talk about it. My name is Greg Sussman. To my right sits an executive who turns last year's trash into this year's cash. To my left, the man that calls himself Wall Street, who had a more productive fantasy football season than he's ever had before. The crazy thing, he doesn't consider fantasy football his best sport. Listen, each and every weekday to the Roto Experts, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 a.m. East, to get all the knowledge and analysis that these guys can give you. If you can't watch us live, make sure you listen to us on demand on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. On target fantasy. If I'm North Turner, I'm going in there. I'm looking at McCaffrey and saying, look, he held up fine over a whole season. Yeah, he was budgeted a little bit, but he's just because he's small doesn't mean he can't hold up over a full season. Let's throw that out the window. He's a, he's a very strong kid. He'll be fine. Now, utilize him because I don't think they did. I think they underutilized him last year, and I think that's one of the downfalls of that offense. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone, FNTSY.com slash radio. BSO Live with Robin Littal on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network where the big ballers come to listen Monday through Friday, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. We talk about the things that you want to talk about. Sports, entertainment, cultures, my dog L, my lady friends, your lady friends, relationships. We talk about it all on BSO Live. Never miss an episode. 
Fantasy Frenzy. Oz Justin Timberlake makes his entrance. Zipline is 2 to 1. A car is 5 to 1. Motorcycle is 7 to 1. Jetpack is 15 to 1. A dog sled. This is Minnesota. 20 to 1. Parachute, 50 to 1. All you folks on the field like a regular human Anything being. besides a dog sled is <laughs> Jetpack. What you say, Jake? A jetpack? No, I'm just laughing that that's actually yeah. an option. Weekdays, 10 a.m. East and 7 a.m. Pacific on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Red heat and how about the gymnastics coach and the doctor at Michigan State, State U.S. Yeah. Olympics coach? Spartans. 156 girls camp over a 25-year span. Disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure Michigan State didn't know. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't know. The U.S. Olympic Committee. How do you ban Russia? What's worse, molesting 14-year-old gymnast or taking a little steroids? Oh, molesting gymnasts is 100 times worse than Russia. Russia are banned, though, from Olympics. Weekdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry. Sterling Shepard. Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out. Just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey there, everybody. It's me, Joe Pizzapia. Baseball is back, and that means the Fantasy Baseball Black Book is back as well. It's me, it's Paul Spore writing starting pitching profiles. It's Jake Seeley. It's Sammy Reed writing DFS. It's a whole lot of greatness right here for you. You can get the new Fantasy Black Book for baseball on Amazon, on iTunes. You can get it in paperback. You can get it for your Kindle. You can get it anywhere you want, but make sure you get it, because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician, the stable genius, holding you down from 7 to 8 p.m. as always, Monday through Friday here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We were just talking about um, Cam and the concussion protocol, and they you know, they have basically absolved the Carolina Panthers and the uh, independent neurologist. I'm telling you, I find it very interesting that today they also come out with the fact that Cam has ligament and cartilage damage in his knee, and that's why he went to the ground awkwardly when he took a knee after that. You know, they're also saying, hey, it's irresponsible for people to make these diagnoses via video. It was clear that the helmet was twisted around and got him in the eye. All this stuff trying to absolve them of what I think is the absolutely obvious fact that the concussion protocol, especially in the NFL playoffs, is a joke. I agree with Richard Sherman, who said it so much himself. Interestingly enough, though, I just literally, over the uh, commercial break, saw the first Patriots injury report 
for uh, Super Bowl 52. And uh, Tom Brady, not on the injury report at all. His hand is going to be fine. They're taking out the stitches. He's going to be all right. Rob Gronkowski is listed on the con- on the report, the injury report, with a concussion. Very interesting to me. We will keep an eye out on that for the next week or week and a half. And also, I'm going to tell you something. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to talk about all the elements of uh, the protocol that is changing or being improved because the NFL, NFLPA, they came out with this joint thing saying it was okay. What Cam did, what the Carolina Panthers did is okay with Cam, but... We need to improve the policy. Talking out of both sides of their anus, if you ask me. But let's keep it moving there and shed some light. Let's be positive here. Because something else that happened today, only about an hour, hour and a half ago, was that Major League Baseball um, announced their Hall of Fame class for 2019. So once again, I want to give a big shout out to First Time Ballot. Their first year on the ballot, Chipper Jones gets in with 97.2% of the vote. Very close to unanimous. Vladimir Guerrero gets in with 92. 9% of the vote Vlad in his second year of eligibility Jim Tomei in his first year of eligibility gets in with 89.8% of the vote and then Trevor Hoffman the all-time saves leader gets in with 79.9% of the vote this in his third year of eligibility so obviously we congratulate everybody there and here's the thing here's what I want to talk about this segment us uh us experts and analysts here on the fantasy sports radio network we did our own balloting okay and i wanted to dive into that a little bit because i think it's interesting these are these are people who all have you know experienced perspectives some older than others some you know from the east coast some from the west coast so there's no uh you know east coast bias shall we say i gotta tell you and we did a little thing about who would you vote for out of all of these candidates i voted for vlad i voted for chipper i voted for jim tomei i did not vote for trevor hoffman and i gotta tell you why the reason for me is that listen his 601 career saves cannot be understated right and the fact that i think it's important that closers do in fact get into the hall of fame especially if my guy mariano rivera is going to be and i'm going to tell you something mariano rivera is going to be a first ballot hall of famer okay so i i i like that he has his 601 career saves i like that he has a career era of only 2.87 i like that his career whip um is 1.05 i think listen he's had a great career Here's the thing, though, for me on Trevor Hoffman. I feel like he was more of a compiler. At any point in time, there are very few periods of time where I would have said that Trevor Hoffman was one of the three best closers in Major League Baseball. You know, he was always one of those guys, and we say it now in fantasy all the time. You know, there are going to be some closers out there that get 40, 45 saves in a season, but aren't that amazing. Think about Fernando Rodney. He was almost perfect in save situations last year. But, you know, he wasn't a dominant, feared pitcher. Was Trevor Hoffman ever really feared, ever really that dominant? He had a great changeup. 
right? And maybe that's part of it because he was not this like power arm that would blow you away. He had an incredible changeup. He had great location, things of that nature. But listen, I can't hate if you get over six. 100 career saves that means you were doing it and doing it and doing it well for a very long time so i tip my cap also because it clears the way for my guy mariano rivera to get in here's the thing though uh barry bonds roger clemens they continue to have to wait here on the fantasy sports radio network we decided to vote them in barry bonds got a hundred percent of our vote Clemens got 95% of our vote. It looks like Jake Seeley is the only guy who did not vote in Clemens, and he explained why previously on On Target Fantasy. Let me tell you something. Barry Bonds, if you take his career, like, just with Pittsburgh— I think he's a Hall of Famer. He was like a three-time MVP, 2020 guy, just with Pittsburgh— like, yes, we know he has 762 home runs. Yes, we know his career OPS is over 1,000. But here's the other thing about a guy like Barry Bonds. Gold Glove. 514 stolen bases. That's not really a steroids thing. 514 stolen bases is 100 more than Johnny Damon, who was on the ballot this year in his first year, and he was known as a run-scored stolen base guy. Barry Bonds has more than 100 career stolen bases, more than Johnny Damon. Roger Clemens, come on now. His 4,672 career strikeouts, most all time. He had a career 3.12 ERA, mostly in the AL East, mostly in the steroids era in the AL East. Here's the other guys. I mean, all right, Vlad gets in. I love it. Chipper gets in. I love it. Let me tell you some of the other guys I voted for, that I voted for in our uh, fantasy sports network. I voted for Manny Ramirez. Now, I know that he has failed steroid tests. I know that he wasn't the best with the media. But honestly, he's the best right-handed hitter I have ever seen in my life. In my lifetime, in this generation, I believe he is the best right-handed hitter that we have seen. I mean, listen, Manny's career batting average is 312. That's on par with guys who are supposed to be good professional hitters. Guys like Edgar Martinez, who I also voted for. Same career average of 312. Manny Ramirez, 15th all-time in homers, 19th all-time in ribbies. But he was like, to me, it's the it's the opposite of the Trevor Hoffman, right? With Trevor Hoffman as a compiler, I say, like, was he ever the one you feared? Manny Ramirez was always feared. Every time he stepped in the box, and I think he's helped his case in recent uh, months or years, being kind of an advocate of the game, going to Asia, coaching the Chicago Cubs, young, mostly young, young Dominican players. And here's the other thing. Um, he went to George Washington High School, which is in Washington Heights, where I currently live. Um, I played against George Washington High School when I played when I played uh, baseball. Uh, as well and so you know i gotta love an, uh, another spanish guy from new york city so i gotta have manny ramirez in there i had edgar martinez in there let me tell you something as a yankees fan back then in the mid 90s it was him it was him and ken griffey jr that killed us every single time chipper jones and i, I mean excuse me and i understand the dh argument right he was only on one side of the ball but his 312 lifetime average i understand he didn't have the power stats of some of these other guys 
but as an opponent, when Edgar Martinez stepped into the box, you were worried. And to me, that is one of the biggest measures. Like, who are you scared of? Who are the really the elite players for a period of time as opposed to some of the compilers, okay? I voted for Sammy Sosa. I voted for Sammy Sosa because let me tell you something. He's ninth all time in home runs at 609 for his career. His 1,667 RBIs, more than Chipper Jones had in his career, and he played one less year. I understand the steroids, but this guy also hit 60 home runs three times. I am a proponent. Listen, how are you going to tell me that just because, and, and Tony Sincata said this also, how are you going to tell me that just because Jim Tomei was never, like, found to be steroids, he was in the same era. He had the same spike in power numbers. How are you going to tell me that Jim Tomei gets in on the first ballot, but Sammy Sosa can't get in because of the steroids cloud? You can't compare errors anyway. I've said this a number of times. You can't compare an error with a DH against an error without a DH. You can't compare an error where the mound was literally raised and lowered. Babe Ruth never hit a home run against an African-American pitcher. There are so many things that define these eras in baseball. I feel like you got to just find the dominant players of every era. And while that was Jim Tomei, that was also Manny Ramirez. That was also Sammy Sosa. That was also Roger Clemens. That was also Barry Bonds. You have to let them in, even if you say this is in an era where steroids was prevalent. As you say, say with a guy like Babe Ruth or Lou Gehrig, this is in an era before baseball was uh, integrated. This is in an era where the mound was literally higher or lower. This is in an era where they didn't have to face a DH or interleague play. Stuff like this. I think you can't compare anyway. I also voted for Jim Tomei. I voted for Sammy Sosa. Another guy I voted for who I think gets very little respect and shouldn't, is Larry Walker. Larry Walker, 313 lifetime average, 965 lifetime OPS. I understand he was in Coors Field for a lot of his career, but he also had an incredible arm. He did some of that in Montreal as well. So I think he deserves some consideration. But again, we congratulate Vladimir Guerrero, Trevor Hoffman, Chipper Jones. Don't call me Larry. He named his first kid Shea because he did so well against the Mets. I love that about Chipper Jones. And of course, Jim Tomei as well. I think they're all deserving eventually. But if you let Tomei in on the first ballot, you have to start to talk about other guys. What? Tomei was pure in this spike of power and nobody else. He was the only power hitter. That gets the 600 home runs without roids? Ah, I don't know about that. I'm not accusing him. I'm saying let them all in. This era, they were all great sluggers of the era. That's what your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician has to say about that. When we come back, we put the fun in functional sports radio. You know what it is. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. 
this league. Robbie Anderson is a not a nice guy. Comeback. When I told Bogman this story of wide receiver Robbie Wait. Anderson, New York Jets, hello, he wanted to Wait, on an officer. <laughs> well, I mean, if he was if he was drunk, we'd be talking about the DUI. What a scumbag! I think he should be confronted by the officer's significant other. I think he should have to apologize right there, like a YouTube live of an apology. Saturdays, seven a.m. to nine a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I think someone has a crush on you. Okay, who? Let's make a game of it. One of these is a lie. He's six foot four. He collects <laughs> stuffed exotic birds. He spends his free time trying to save lives. Are you talking about Kevin? Yeah! He's a registered bone marrow donor. Last week he got a call. He might be a match. He's so cute. Oh, he is. You could be a life-saving match for a patient with blood cancer. Learn more at DKMS.org. Hey guys, Tony Sincata here from the Line of Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com. You can join Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and get the night's DFS basketball advice, and of course, we still break down football on a nightly basis. That's the Line of Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Dane Martinez, Tony Sincata, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Carr has his worst year since his rookie season. 3,496 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Those were his worst numbers since the season of 2012. Now John Gruden is there. There are some rumors about Le'Veon Bell maybe actually being a guy in free agency that they pick up because there's a lot of offensive talent in Oakland. Weekdays, 6 a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician, the stable genius. Coming to you like I do every Monday through Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Remember, we got some topics out there. If you want to join the chat room, if you want to have your voice be heard, be part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, there's so many ways to do it. You can get down on the chat room and the YouTube feed. You can holler at me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, and you could also call in at 844-843-6879. We were talking a little bit about the Hall of Fame vote. I, you know, Vladimir Guerrero, Trevor Hoffman, Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei. I think all of them deserve to be in the Hall of fame eventually. I think I was a little surprised that they let Jim Tomei in on his first ballot. I wonder if they're kind of sending a message to the steroid users. 
You know, the people who have been accused or have tested positive, the guys like Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Roger Clemens, and others, by letting in Jim Tomei right away, saying that it's not really about the stats, you know, because Tomei's 612 home runs and 1,699 ribbies are no different, really, than Sammy Sosa's 609 home runs, 1,667 ribbies. Tomei and Sammy are actually eighth and ninth all time. In home runs. What's the difference? Sammy Sosa accused, convicted, tried, everyone agrees. He did steroids. Meanwhile, Jim Tomei seems to be kind of squeaky clean. And so it seems like uh, they might be sending a message. I don't know if I agree with it. I instead would rather, you know, compare just people within an era and understand that this was an era where steroids were prevalent. I mean, it was prevalent for everybody. These guys, you know, Jim Tomei hit 612 home runs Sammy Sosa at 609 but he hit some of these home runs against pitchers who were on steroids so what are you going to do there's been so many things from the mound being raised and lowered to the addition of the DH to the addition of free agency to the integration of the game to now you know now you got to compete against you know, a ton of Spanish baseball players and Asian baseball players and African-American baseball players, a much different game than guys like uh, Duke Snyder and Babe Ruth played against. But I digress. In the chat room on Twitter, you can call in if you want to engage with the Stats Over Beat Cypher on that. We'll be going to my guy, Danny Otto, a little bit later on in the show. But here's what I want to do, okay, because... We talk about it all the time here. Stats over beats, right? We talk about our guys, Young Cause the Effect. My boy, big shout out to Rotoware and Kenneth Cashman. These are guys that are doing stats over beats here in the fantasy game. We talked recently about Cole Beasley in his 80 Stings track. We talked about Le'Veon Bell, a.k.a. Juice, and Wednesday, right? We even yesterday played our guy Marvin Bagley III, who is a uh, freshman at Duke. And he dropped some bars for us, and we talked about that a little bit as well. And our guy, Chris, the analyst venture. We're forming kind of rankings here. We're on the continuum. You know, we got Dame Lillard on one side. We got Chris Ventra on the other side. And we thought Marvin Bagley the third was pretty decent. We got another guy that we want to talk about today. Today, A.J. Francis, he's the nose tackle for the Washington football team. He goes by Frank A.J. Francis, a.k.a. Frank, he had a track recently called Olympic Gold, okay, featuring a guy known as J. Lou. And and uh, Bavona, because I know you're going to get into this with and critique this a little bit, I know you are a uh, fan more of kind of the Northeast brand of uh, flow over beats as opposed to the trap game, the Dirty South kind of music, that slower flow. I'm going to tell you right now, Bavona, AJ Francis is more of a Southern style, shall we say. But, but let's hear a little bit of Olympic gold by AJ Francis. He goes by Frank. He's a nose tackle for the Washington football team. Let's get into that a little bit. Hey, Bavona, why don't we play a little bit of that? Yeah. God, I've been sinning, switching cars, switching women, ducking cops and snitches, false life, how I'm living, soft white, little sniffers, as if you knew you like bitches, I 
can barely tell the difference. All of their money I'm spending. They want to know how I get it. Busting them bowls and rip. I'm touching them O's and spinning. PlayStation with the game. We're in there with the wordplay. Shot they got ass. All right, so this is what we got. We got a little bit right there of. Uh... AJ Francis, and and here's the thing. I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my report on it first, Bavona, and then I want to hear from you as well. It's alright. It was alright. That's what I gotta say. It was alright because here's the thing. With these southern rappers, I think it's lowered expectations. Like, it's easier to fit a rhyme scheme in something that's a little slower, in my opinion, okay? I don't like all the foul language either here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got to clean that up a little bit. But I don't know. I thought he was like, okay. But he sounds the same as Le'Veon Bell over that slow track beat the same as like i heard lonzo ball rapping also that southern kind of style that flow over the same beats it's kind of all the same to me meanwhile marvin bagley i thought actually brought some lyricism so for me aj francis i got him right in i got him in the Le'Veon bell range okay i got cole beasley even a little better i like marvin bagley the third a little better you know i like young cause and my boy kenneth cashman from rotoware a little bit better i will say this i will give it to aj francis over our boy chris ventra because he at least finished his verse hey bavona what do you think about what we just heard from aj francis i know you're not as into the southern draw that scissorp kind of uh you know trap game music but what do you think about what we heard out of Frank? Yeah, this is my just general thought about the trap game itself. Yep. The lyrics, they're lazy. Yeah, lazy. lazy. I think that is a great way to describe it. Thank you, Chris Pavona. It's lazy. And it's not just because we on that lean on that scissor, you know, in the club. It's because it is lazy. It's slow. And all you got to do is say like two or three things in the whole verse, you know. And so I agree with you. I, and that's a great terminology. We're going to use that now. It is lazy lyricism. I agree with you. What, where do you think it belongs, though? I put it right around the same place as Le'Veon Bell. I actually agree with that. I put it right there with that Le'Veon Bell. I like. I mean, like I told you, I think Le'Veon Bell is blunt, blunt guts trash. This is not for what it is. It's not that bad. It right. really isn't. It's okay All on right. like a scale of one to ten. I give it like a a a. a a, a you five, give it an okay. Ish. Yeah. You give it an eh on the scale of one to I give ten. It a meh. Right. So so I'm fitting it right in there, right above Le'Veon Bell, right behind Cole Beasley so far. So we've got seven that we've ranked so far, including AJ Francis. I got Young Kaz number one. I tied for one. I got Young Kaz and Kenneth Cashman. Those are my boys. Stats over beat cipher. Right? right. Then I got Marvin Bagley. Then I got Cole Beasley. Then AJ Francis can get in there. Then Le'Veon Bell, and unfortunately, bringing up the rear is our guy, the analyst Chris. Ventra, thank you for your uh, thumbnail sketch on that one, Bavona. Yeah, drop the bomb on it. By the way, now I want to. Uh, we're gonna hear from our guy Danny Auto as well in a little while. Um, what I want to ask Danny is if anybody's talking in the chat room, and if not, I also want to hear what you guys think about this. Um, about this Hall of Fame vote. What do you think, Bavona or Danny Otto? I don't see who has the mic down there in the fantasy pit of misery. 
What do you think about Jim Tomei getting in in his first year on the ballot? You think um, the association was trying to send a little bit of a message that if you're squeaky clean in terms of the steroid rep, you get in real quick? Because his, his numbers are just the same as Sammy Sosa, as Manny Ramirez. It seems like they're trying to stick it to the steroid guys. I think it's more about his personality when it comes to Jim Tomey and not necessarily the fact that he was quote-unquote squeaky clean. I mean, we, ne- we may never know. Right. You know, the real matter is that you're looking at the personalities of a guy like Barry Bonds. You're looking at the strange weirdness of Sammy Sosa. You know, you also got to remember the cork bat incident with Sammy sure, Sosa. Sure, that's a very good point, the cork bat. I, I forgot about that. You're absolutely right. So my question is this. When have you ever heard of any, anything bad said about Jim Tomey? You're right. You're right. I haven't, but here's the thing. I, I, I don't want the Hall of Fame to turn into kind of like a popularity contest about who was able to schmooze with the media best and have a good reputation among the media. This should be about your play on the field. You could be salty as all get out to the media, but if your play on the field and performance warrants it, I think you should make it to Cooperstown. I hear you that it um, that it may not be only the squeaky clean part of it vis-a-vis the steroids issue and that it's also kind of the reputation they had among the writers in the press box. But I still don't think that's right because Manny Ramirez will never have a good reputation among the writers. He had that Manny being Manny, going to the bathroom, you know, in between innings, going into the green monster, all all the things that happened with Manny Ramirez. But I still maintain he was the best right-handed hitter of our generation. How can you leave out the all-time home run leader, the all-time strikeout leader, and in my opinion, the best right-handed hitter we've ever seen? I understand that there is kind of these reputations about it, but I don't know. What do you think? I think you're wrong. I think Manny okay. Ramirez will end up in the Hall of Fame. Not, And it's also because he was such a wacky guy, but at the same time, you, you never really heard anything, quote-unquote, bad about Manny Ramirez. Yeah, he was a weirdo. Yeah, he was Manny being, being Manny, but he, he never really had an issue with the steroids. He never really had an issue. Yeah, he had some issues with the media, and, like, again, he was a little bit of a weirdo, but like you said, I think, and not, not only that, MVP of the, AL, of the ALCS, one of the main sure. reasons why the Red Sox ended their curse. Yep. I think there's no reason why Manny Ramirez shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. All right, so we go to the polls real quick. Like I said, I got a poll question up. Will Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens ever make it to the Hall of Fame? Some interesting responses. 48% of you say both eventually will. 34% of you say neither will. We're going to dive into the poll and even some of the responses I get when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Then we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode, and I'll tell you what we're doing tomorrow on the Stats Over Beat Cypher. So stay tuned for that as we come back right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio network with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not going to be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to saving a life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not going to be late. We're ten minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life. I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheek swabs. Register at DKMS.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. Hey, you like fantasy football? You like 8-bit music? You like wrestling? You like fun? Well, I've got fun for you. 
me tell you something, brother. The greatest show ever on Fantasy Sports Radio Network is on Target Fantasy, brother, okay? You've got Jake Seeley. He's a ranker, okay? You've got Chris Meaty, Canadian Kindness. And you've got Joe Mopizapia, Mr. Blackbook. Every day, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. My God, it's an unbelievable two hours of fantasy goodness. Check the link. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. Wars Hour. How do you see Didi, who's we're just going into the, the ninth round? He's literally right there in terms of the NFBC ADP, 114th currently. I think he's a fine pick where he's going. I don't think it's a reach by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like you can get a player like him five, six rounds later, take a pitcher there, maybe load up on another position instead of taking a Didi Glorious. Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy sports is more than just a game. It's the stories and it's the people behind the industry. Join FSWA Hall of Famer Scott Angle as he sits down with the most influential figures in fantasy sports, celebrities who play our game, and the athletes who make it all happen. Find out why fantasy sports became what it is and hear inspiring stories that can help your own career. It's the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Fantasy freestyle. How are you going to say out one side of your mouth everything was followed and it's irresponsible of us to actually care about player safety, yet in the same breath say that things like the Tom Savage injury in week 14 inspired a review of the policies. It only adds to my argument that the protocol is a joke. It's not that they actually care about this. Hashtag all brains matter. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back. 
to the Fantasy Freestyle. We were talking about, uh, you know, athlete rappers out there here on Stats Over Beats. It is only fitting. Got to give a big shout out to my man Dez on Twitter. Dez, you know, slid into my DMs real quick at Dez underscore 99. He says he agrees with you, Bavona. He says, got to give the 2018 number one draft pick Marvin Bagley the edge over Le'Veon Bell. So not only is he talking about how he likes that the Duke freshman, uh, you know, has stats over beats and flows over the beats. He's also predicting that Bagley will be one and done and will be the number one overall pick. He gives me a hashtag Duke Nation. Also then says that, agrees with me, that Dame Dollar is a beast. We're going to have to play some Damian Lillard as well. By the way, people, if you have other examples of rapping athletes, send them my way at Spittin' Speeds. We will continue to do this, you know, in the doldrums of the sports calendar to keep it live and rocked. Um, right here. Um, like I said, though, we have this poll question that I wanted to check out. Will Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens ever make it? Right now, 48% of you say both of them eventually will. 35% now, however, say neither will. 11% say Bonds will. Clemens will not. 6% say Clemens will. And Bonds will not. But then I got to give another shout out right here to uh, Miguel Inguidanos. At Miguel3 Miguel on Twitter. He responds and says, Shouldn't Pete Rose be first? And I think that's a very interesting thing. You know, Bavona, you said that you think eventually Manny Ramirez will. You know, Pete Rose never did. You know, Pete Rose never did. You're right, though. He kind of went full bore against the media, against the institution that was Major League Baseball. And Manny Ramirez never exactly did that. He's, uh, you know, he's only been, you know, Manny being Manny. But I do think it's interesting. Once again, we uh, congratulate Vladimir Guerrero, Trevor Hoffman, Chipper Jones, and Jim Tomei. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to be doing a couple of things. One of the things we are going to do, we're going to preview the uh, Pro Bowl skills competition. That's happening. You know the Pro Bowl happens this Sunday. Tomorrow, ESPN will be airing the skills competition. We were real big on this last year, talking about the game of dodgeball. They did things like the drone drop. So I'm going to break down those events that are going to happen. I'll have some insights and analysis of the Pro Bowl skills competition as well. But before that happens, what is happening tonight on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, live and direct at 9 o'clock, is going to be the second installment of Poppin' Off with our guy Danny Otto and of course Ashley Abreu you know her as well from Ashley Needs Answers if we can get my man Danny in there for just a couple of hot seconds I want to hear on popping off tonight at 9 o'clock on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network what are you and Ashley going to be talking about Danny? We uh, we got some interesting stuff to talk about tonight yeah? actually uh, we're you want to be- let us behind the curtain at all or what? Uh, I'm not going to give everything. Okay. That's the tease. Fair enough. I everything. like that. You're, you're learning as a I, journalist. I've le- I'm learning from the best. Yeah, well, you I, know, stats <laughs> over beats. On the microphone, they say that I'm one of the best yet. You know, exactly. that's what I've heard. In fact, I am, in fact, a finalist for best radio show of the year. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help, Danny. But what can you tell the people? I can tell the people we are going to be uh, diving into some new Netflix programming. Ooh, is it Black Mirror? It might be. that. That is one of Ashley's favorite things to stream. All right, all right, all right. Because, so. you know, I'm up on that Black Mirror as well. Okay, and anything else? Uh, we're going to be talking about some new uh, movie news. We're going to be talking about some new uh, – what? 
Jurassic Park, maybe. Ooh, interesting, Jurassic interesting. World. All right, I'm excited about that. I'm going to be checking in. I'm going to be locked and loaded, of course, to popping off. You got to check it out as well right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My guy, Daniel Motto. We got Ashley Abreu as well. It's going to be locked and loaded for that. And, of course, come on back tomorrow. 7 to 8 p.m. Fantasy Freestyle. We get it in every Monday through Friday. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. I'm out for right now, but I'll see you on the flip side. Speeds the Spitting Statistician is out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.